You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a GBR production. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, Pandora, and all your other favorite podcast locations. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Yeah, yeah, you know what time it is. Two lonely men in a basement together on a Saturday night. It's, you know what that means. It's, hey, pal, what's new? You better, you better break out the gimp. <laughs> gimp sleeping. Well, then go wake him up. That's right, wake up the gimp. Hey, everybody, it's uh, it's a Saturday night, and we're two lonely bastards in a, in a basement. My name is Greg, and then I have my buddy over here, John Alex, my Not- brother from another mother. Not- uh not only is it Saturday night, but it's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's movie day. That's right. Happy cinema day, everybody. Go out there and uh, see a half subpar <clears throat> movie for three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> a half subpar movie. It reminds me of uh, when we used to go to the Dirt Mall uh, at, uh, was it, South Hills Mall? Yeah. Yeah, when the $2 Tuesday. $2 movies. Yeah, $2 movies on a Tuesday. Your feet would stick to the bottom of that ground. <laughs> As we used to call it... Uh, Cinemuck. Cinemuck. Yeah, because when I used to do Rocky Horror every Saturday, yep. there was a scene because I played Eddie. Um, I'd have to roll around on the floor, whatever the, uh, you know, Columbia of the week. Uh, mm. And, you know, it was always fun. Um, but my all my jeans had, like, red stains on them from the freaking theater floor. We used to call it Cinemuck. Okay. So... Yeah, they they didn't have fancy carpets back then. It was all concrete. And I think that the South Hills Mall was like that, too. Uh, yeah, good time. So, hey, everybody, uh, welcome back. Uh, we're back. I know you missed us last week, but uh, we're going to get into that with our Hey Pal, What's New segment. But, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes life happens, man. And, uh, look, if you don't want us to take weekends off, subscribe. Yeah, we missed last week, but uh, that's okay, pal. It it's, is. Uh, it's all good because... Uh, and we didn't pre-tape anything, so uh, guess what? Now that it's been a week or so, uh, we should probably uh, check in and say, uh, hey, pal, what's new? It yeah. has been a crazy fucking two weeks. Oh, my God, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we didn't do a podcast last week, because I have been driving like a fool from all different places. You go first, pal. You know, well, I want to hear what's going on in your life. Well, I mean, last week we couldn't do a show because I was up in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Massachusetts working on a working out working on a movie. Crazy. It was like that. The location was like I don't know, ten minutes from Jeff Steiner. Yeah, and yeah. One of I our, so, our I so wanted to go see him, and it was just like it didn't work. Yeah. Well, you know, that, as we were discussing before we got on mic about your extra work and all that stuff. It sounds like it's. A long day of sitting around doing nothing, and then you know, hey, everybody, do something. And then, you're well, like, and, and I will tell you, it's like so the role was contra line dancing. <laughs> 
They needed people to contra line dance, which is like line dancing, country line dancing, English line dancing. Contra line dancing, I guess, is like a New England thing, and it's directly uh, derived from English versions of line dancing that you would see like in the old English days when the freaking pilgrims and shit came yeah, over. Yeah, you see. Where they would they... dance and hold hands and spin around and like, mm-hmm, clap and blah, 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 all yeah. that kind of stuff that was slow. But uh, I'm like, I have no experience. No, like, well, we need people who have no experience because the main actress, her character doesn't have any experience either, so she's got to come in unexperienced. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. So, dude, it was like 100 degrees last friday and i'm telling you we're like in there and as they're like okay places background everybody ready okay rolling and then you hear and like it gets quiet Mm. so like you know how when we sit here if i do this is this thing gonna eat me no but you can yeah (laughs) like slowly opening its mouth it's really loud in the background what exactly (laughs) so you just watch these giant like two foot by two foot vents in the ceiling that have like those louvers that go up mm-hmm. you just watch the loser louvers go losers go boom and drop down because they have to turn it off because you can't have the noise yeah it's daytime so the windows are blocked out and closed they've got all the doors closed so light from outside doesn't leak in and the fucking place just goes the temperature goes up i had a light gray t-shirt and this like button down shirt over it they gave me and blue jeans on Dude, that shirt was dark gray. Oh, I can imagine. I was sweating so bad. Oof. Yeah, I sweat like a fat kid in a the, carnival. I mean, the cool thing was the main actress in the movie, I got to actually literally dance with her. Oh, cool. So I'm like, I might get some actual screen time in this. There you go. And we're outside in between like takes and shit like that. And like everybody's like, it, most of the people there were people who are all they, they're like, have other jobs. They don't do background or extra work on movies. Yeah. And they are contra line dancing enthusiasts. They dance all the time. So we're sitting there outside, and everybody's just laying there, and it's, like, really quiet. And all of a sudden you just hear this. <laughs> Someone ripped ass so loud. And they're, like, laying. They're, they're doing that, like, laying there. They got their hat over, the, like, a hat over their face. They yeah, got their hands resting. across their chest. Must be, And it was just, like, it wasn't even, like, <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> It was like like a a loud one. It had like a French horn kind of. uh, (laughs) It wasn't like a bus stop one where it was like. No, every everybody (laughs) out there, everybody out there got dead silent and just turned and looked like, did he just like (laughs) grab his pants? So it was very funny. That is awesome. But that was a fun night. I'm sorry, but there was one like cardinal rule. If anybody out there ever gets into doing background or you sign up for one of these things, Mm -hmm. the one of the cardinal rules is never ask like the main talent like the famous talent people mm-hmm. never ask them to take a fucking selfie it's the one thing they warn you about all the time is uh, don't do that do people actually do that uh, and at the end you know uh, the woman i was like hey thanks she asked me a little bit she you know because i was with next to her and physically dancing with her mm-hmm. for most of it you know she's like so what do you is this what you do and i was like oh i'm actually a high school i do background I was like, but I'm a high school teacher, and blah. And she's like, oh, really? And then we started talking, and she's, I told her I have four kids, and she started asking about, like, you know, we just moved to England, and my kids are going to middle school. What, What's a good age to give your kid a cell phone? I was like, well, I hate doing that cop-out of, like, it kind of depends on your kid. I was like, my yeah. one kid is, like, very mature, so she got one very early, but, like, my youngest son, 
he's 11 and I don't see him getting a phone anytime soon because he's just not mature enough to handle, mm-hmm. you know, that responsibility. And, you know, at the end, I was like, I, I gave her Jeff Perlman. His okay. wife wrote a book called, she's a licensed clinical uh, LCSW. Yes. And she wrote a book called First Phone that deals with like making that decision, but also setting the ground rules when you give your kid a phone. Yeah. And how to deal with it and how to like, you know, be open with them about being responsible and everything online. Mm-hmm. And I told her about the book and she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm going to take a look at that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm standing there talking. I was like, so good luck with the phone. I hope everything works out. You know, good luck with your kids and the move. Um, have a great dance. Woman goes, oh, I'm sorry. Can, can, before you go, can I just get a picture? And I was like, and I'm out of here. And I walked away. I was like, <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. I walked away. It's just so unprofessional. I mean, of course, if you're doing a, a, a extra work and stuff and you're working with big talent, you know, you want to do that. Like, I remember so many times back in the day. Back in the days when I was young. Um, back when we were doing the, the, the product society stuff and we were playing with some major acts, like I never could, and this was before cell phones and everything like that, but like I never wanted to like take a picture with the band or the yeah. talent. Like it's it's in my head. Like I've met all these people. If you don't believe me, go fuck yourself. I don't care. Right. Um, but, you know, looking back at it 30 years later, I'm kind of like, it'd be nice if I had a picture with like Rudy Sarzo or freaking Pete Steele. You know, or something like that, or, or Fuck yeah. Flavor Flav, all those guys that we played with. It was like, you know, but yeah, it's just so unprofessional. I felt back then being unprofessional of like, I'm the opening act. I'm going to go up to the headliner and be like, hey, can I get a picture? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, go fuck yourself. You, I'll say back then we even thought that, you know, we were on even playing fields. Which, right. No, we're not. <laughs> you know? right. And it's one thing. I think it's one thing when you hear someone like, you know, you know, you you see anybody who knows Jim Norton, he always talks about like getting. He's all about getting the pictures with famous people, but he's working opposite them, and he's one of them. And it's kind of his running gag, you know. It, he was a collector of that stuff. Me, I you know, looking back at it now, I'm like, I kind of wish I had pictures of this stuff just to kind of, you know. But at the same time, I have a few. Who cares? Um, but yeah, that just seems so unprofessional. Exactly. You know? But they, and, they warn you about that shit. They do. Yeah, I, I would assume so. so and then yeah. yesterday I did that commercial, so that's why we weren't on yesterday. That went way late. That was a 16-hour day on Long Island, Glens Falls. It was like, I can't talk. We're NDA. I'm not allowed to talk about what we did and mm-hmm. what it was for, but it was a long day. Hey, man, as long as the brother get paid, that's all. You know, that, that's uh, that's what we were talking about. It's just uh, it's a good gig, man, and it's, it sounds like the stuff that you do is, is a lot of fun, so... Um, my week, like I, we talked on the last episode before that. Now my week, like I said uh, before, I was like, oh my god, the next two weeks is gonna be a shit show. Uh, it was busy. It was just really if busy. Copperf- if you're into Copperphilia, that's okay. That's yeah, David Copperphilia. <laughs> you want a Copperphil? No, I mean I. Uh, my my lovely girl Manal had her birthday on Friday, which was nice. Happy birthday! Um, so we had that, and uh, it was nice, chill. It was just the two of us. We went and got Manny Petties. You know, my my toes. You know, it was funny because I when I walked in, they, the place that we go to, they know me by now. And even when she goes in without me. They're always like, where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend? And he's like, oh, well, he's not getting it today. You know, they love when I come in. You know, fat dude, like, hey, go get my feet done. Um, <laughs> is, this, I, is this in the mall up by her? Uh, it's it's somewhere up in Middletown where uh, 
Uh, this mic keeps breaking up. Okay, it's a it's a place out in Middletown uh, that we go to. She's been going there to the see this one girl for years. Um, oh, so it's, it's like that. She's yeah, been seeing yeah, some girl. She, she's got a regular. Um, but we went there, and one of her birthday presents was, um, and she didn't take up on it. I was like, yeah. you had a chance. And you blew it. Um, you had your chance, and you blew it. We walk in, and then we always joke about when we go in, like, pick a color. Pick a color. It's just one word. They just ask you, pick a color. You're like, okay. And then they have this wall of nail polish, right? So you got to pick. Now, usually I do the traditional black, you know, maybe a gray, you know. Um, but I was like, honey, it's your birthday. Um, you could pick whatever color you see on this wall. I will put it on my feet. And she's like, any color? I was like, any color. You want to do hot pink? You want to do fluorescent green? Pick out whatever you want for your birthday. I'll put it on my toes. And she went with a blue. It was a dark blue. So I like the blue. Yeah. So it was that. So, no, we did that. And then Saturday we had the party for her, um, which was nice. I get the meeting of the friends. Um, and But then I had to drive down to Brooklyn because uh, I had a wedding that I went to on Sunday with my daughters. Oh, uh, it's beautiful. It was right on Tubbo. You could see the Brooklyn Bridge from there beautiful wedding it was one of those weddings where my uh cousin tara was getting married this was supposed to happen pre-covid okay. uh okay then it got postponed got postponed they got married in between um but you know you weren't getting a deposit back so no. uh we had a big party and they did a wedding it was beautiful you would have loved it because they came out to uh please 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 let me get what i want oh yeah i, I looked at you know because they're, they're from london and i was like Good call on the Mars. Yeah. And Tara's like, oh, we love the Smiths. We love Mars. You know, and I was like, and it, they had, it was beautiful. It was like, I've never been to a wedding like this where it was just, first of all, I went with my daughters and they were gorgeous and they didn't leave the dance floor the whole night. And it went from like seven, from like four was the ceremony, then seven was the, you know, reception. The, the reception and that went till midnight. So oh. it was like, it was long. Uh, your boy was talking about sweaty. I was sweating like, you know, like a pig, oh, um, even though I it was indoors. Um, but, yeah, you know my family, right? Every, the whole dance floor was filled. Oh, time. yeah. Um, but it was crazy just because it was it was in Dumbo. You could see the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, beautiful. At Manhattan at night. Real fancy place. They had sushi. They had... Uh, I had a rack of lamb. <laughs> you know, for like... Oh, look at a nice rack of lamb. And with the crazy thing was that at, like, 10 o'clock... All of a sudden, the groom comes up to me, my, my new cousin Andy, and he's like, uh, just to let you know, uh, there's grilled cheese uh, in the other room uh, if you're hungry. And I was like, well, I just had dinner and dessert. Like, they have grilled cheese. I walk out, and there's, like, mounds of grilled cheeses, all different kinds, regular cheese, short rib ones. And then there's some guy sitting there with a little skillet, and every single ingredient you can think of, he goes, you could have one of these, or I will make you one personally with whatever you want. I was like, God dang. Um, so I did that. That was crazy. Went till midnight. I was a little, past two weeks have been tough, man, because even though I'm four and a half years sober, this was my first family wedding. Oh, yeah. Sober. I can only imagine. And I was definitely feeling it. Uh, I had to uh, remove myself a lot of times from the rehearsal dinner and, and all that stuff just because I had trouble with it i was getting squirrely so was I your brother there he was and he was great i mean you know my, my half my family's in the program and the other half is still practicing so <laughs> um 
So <laughs> half the family's in the program, and the half that's not, we're just holding the door for Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that we always talked about when we have weddings, there's always one incident at every wedding, usually okay. involving my cousin Jimmy. I think at my sister's wedding, we started calling him Cousin Candle because they have the candle there that's like, you know, they, they unify the, the husband and wife lighting oh. the candle together and the bringing of two families. And they had the candle lit at my sister's uh, reception. And I look over at the dance floor, and there's my cousin Jimmy dancing with the candle. <laughs> he just granted. I think at my brother's wedding, he oh, did uh, somersaults in the um, – he, he was doing cartwheels in the hallway. Yeah, so usually it's cousin Jimmy. This one was my cousin Biz. Um, <gasps> Biz, not Biz. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. Oh, she, she was getting a little. She, you know, people were getting a little, little sloppy at the end of the night, and we're outside smoking, and uh, it was great because the band that played, the band was phenomenal. They were this, you know, it's a wedding band, but they played for five hours straight. They were amazing, uh, and they were playing behind a window, and you know, you'd see us walk behind the band uh, to go have a cigarette or whatever, and we'd be going back and forth, and. And Biz goes, my brother was, I was hanging with my brother most of the time. Um, but Biz, you know, he, my brother has a thing of he just likes to shove people just for fun. Sure. Like when we're taking a picture, he just shoves, you know, like usually a smaller niece, you know, or something. My my daughters, he loves to do that. So he was doing it to Biz. And Biz wasn't really having that much of a stable, uh, you know, she wasn't very stable. Um, so she's like, yeah, oh, yeah. So she goes, and we're we're literally standing behind the band and the dance floor, like on right. this this thing. So she decides, she's like, I'm gonna lift my dress up and stick my ass on the window and see if people can see it. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. So she proceeds to lift her dress up a little bit, and she was going to press her ass against the window. Did not realize that the windows were not they opened. Oh, so she almost fell. Oh. Out the window. Into the band with her dress hiked up to her head. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I was like, if Biz. you I was like, if you fell, that would have that would have been the night. Um, the That's... moment. Um but yeah, it was really good. And then like I said, the the next couple of days Thursday it finally calmed down for me. Um right. I had my girls for a couple of days. Zoe got her driver's license. No. She's an official driver, so watch out. New Fairfield and then that Connecticut area. My daughter is driving. Uh, Hide your wife. Hide your kids. She's driving the old She's red. Driving. She's driving my old car. Oh, I actually have the farts today. Um, so yeah, it's been busy. So it's glad. I'm glad that we're all back. We're back here uh, at the CCC. We're here to entertain. Now that I've uh, bored you all with my craziness, now that we've gotten that all out of the way, (laughs) it's the wind tunnel. Let's start with the news, shall we? You got some news for me there, buddy boy? Oh, God. Uh, John, you got any news? Look, as with every news, let's check in with Ezra Miller. Oh, <laughs> look, at least Ezra Miller is not in trouble. Good for good for they. <laughs> good for Ezra. Let's just stick it neutral with the name. Yeah, um, yeah. But in Ezra Miller news, uh, we are still a go for Flash as of now. And they are not going to cut Ezra Miller out of Dollyland, the movie that they're making. It's got a very small part. Ezra's got a small part, plays a young Salvador Dali. Oh, okay. And Ben Kingsley plays old Salvador Dali. So nice. there's that. In related news, though, 
I mean, I'm sure you heard we are. Let's see. They pushed off uh, Shazam and Aquaman are delayed again. And they canceled DC Fandom this year. They canceled DC Fandom. Because they, what are they going to say? <laughs> they're going to say we canceled the much the highly anticipated Batman animated series reboot. Yeah, which uh, there's a bidding war for it now. Yeah, right? they're fucking stupid. That's all I'm going to say. Why are you going to get rid of that? And then somebody like Netflix, <laughs> excuse me, someone like Netflix is going to pick that up. Well, and in truly classy fashion related to all that, uh, Brendan Fraser came out and praised Leslie Grace's performance in the Batgirl movie. It was like she was amazing. Yeah, it's really sad that nobody's gonna get to see it. Which I feel like we're eventually gonna get to see it. I really, I really, really feel this is some fucking Snyder cut BS. Yeah, but if they do a tax, if they do the tax write off for it, which is why they said they'd do it, legally they cannot release it. Um, once you take that tax write off on it, oh. it's Dunsky. Yeah, and that was that was the concern. People said like, yeah, they'll cancel it, but they'll bring it back. Like you said, release the Snyder cut, blah blah blah. But they originally were. The, the way they were going to recoup that is through tax cuts, tax cuts. And that's one of the main reasons they did it. They're like, look, we invested all this money in this movie. The, the screenings say that it's that it's horrible. Yeah. We're just going to get rid of it. We'll do because the merger is going on with Warner Brothers Discovery. They when when a merger like that happens, they have the option to do a tax write off on that. Oh, so who knows? I mean, maybe they'll just say, you know, look, everybody's talking about this movie. Maybe we should just, you know, release it and not do the tax write off on it. And, you know, I don't know, man. Like they even came out recently. I mean, Warner Brothers Discovery is just somebody's got to grab the reins on that because between the fandom, the pushing it back, the Batgirl thing and these people were coming out saying, you know, uh, at Warner Brothers saying like, you know, the Snyder Cut thing, in hindsight, it was a mistake, you know. To put out um, the Snyder Cut? To put it out. They they kind of basically caved into fandom and said, all right, we'll do it, you know. Uh, because technically, I mean, that never had a theatrical release. They dumped another $100 million into it, maybe. Uh, was it 100? I thought it was 50 but you could be right. Uh, you know, they did in between. Well, you got to figure 50 and then they marketed it. So that's right. another 50 Jesus. So you got to figure another $100 million. To put it on HBO Max, did it really increase subscribers? No. Maybe. Not really. So. Um, so it's kind of a wash. So people, you know, they're kind of looking at it. This They really need, like we've been saying the past couple Someone weeks. Someone just take the reins. Somebody just, you know, I'm still voting for Jim Lee. I'm sorry. Uh, even though he's not a TV or movie guy, he's, he knows DC. But he'll, he'll make, and he'll make decisions. Yeah. They need so. somebody to, to grab the reins on that because right now it's, it's a fucking, it's a turd. You know, in the wind at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did. Re- we talked about it before. They released the they re-released Spider-Man with some extra footage, mm-hmm. including extra Daredevil footage, which I'm interested in. You said you saw all the stuff online, but I haven't seen any of it. Um, extra stuff. There's more Daredevil footage in it this time. Yeah, if you go online, like I went to oh, YouTube yeah. and it was just like, here's all the scenes. I mean, it's some guy doing it with his phone or whatever, but you get the gist of it. There are some. It's not one of those things where it's an extra half hour or something like that. No. They're little bit scenes. There's one, you know, not to get into spoiler territory, but whatever. Um, there's one where, you know, there's extended scenes at the school where he's in gym and, and uh, Hannibal was like, all right, man, do the, do the thing, do the thing. And, there, you know, like, and then he goes and jumps on the wall and, you know, he just looks up and he goes, Look at that sticky bastard go. <laughs> you know? So that was funny. There was some extended scenes, some okay. interviews with uh, 
uh, Betty. Oh, what, what's her name? Betty. Betty Graham. Nugs. Uh, Betty Nugs. Uh, Betty Bosoms. Um, no, it was the the character that was dating Ned. Like she did some, you know, she does oh, the yes, p- yes. public access kind of yeah, thing. The school, school news. Some of that, and there was an extended Daredevil scene in the court with with Happy. Yeah. Would you go out and see it again? It's on Stars now, man. Go watch it without is, it. But is the extended one on Stars? No. But what are you gonna get? Ten minutes, maybe. Last um, two bits of news. Um, Florence Pugh. Pew pew pew. There is nothing pew pew about her. Uh, she is her Black Widow is going to lead the Thunderbolts in the upcoming stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was just announced. I saw that today. And this Makes one, sense. this one really intrigued me. And I watched this. If you get a chance to check it out, the visual effects team that was part of the Spider-Man Lotus fan film. Okay. They all quit. There was a whole bunch of drama between like the director and the head guy of this fan film coming out and shitting on like the visual effects people and everybody else. So they're like, you know what? Fuck you. I quit. Mm. But they released everything that they've done, like some of the stuff they've done. And I'm like, fuck, man. And you look at these people who are doing it. They're like, they're fucking kids. Really? Yeah. Like I'm watching. I'm like, how old is this kid? Like 16? Because he's like, that's how I made this. I did the the reframing of the whole. And I'm not making fun of it. He's like, I, no. made the, I reframed the whole thing and cut it down. So instead of being 1,275,000 different contact points to make the frame of the Spider-Man, it's now down to 412,000. And I'm like, and I'm looking. He's got braces. He's like, hee, hee. And then it's another a, kid comes on. It's the same thing. I was like, how old are these kids? It's amazing what they can do now. Some of these fan films, like, uh, it used to be... Back in the day with with Lucasfilm is that, you know, when Lucas was in charge of Lucasfilm, Mm -hmm. he encouraged fan films, you know. Yeah. Go out, you know, you're not. But what was happening a lot of times is that these people were making fan films and dumping a ridiculous amount of money in these fan films. But they couldn't now with Disney and Lucasfilm. They're not able to monetize that because it's a Star Wars property. Whereas, you know, there was one guy who did a... uh, um, there's a, a Kenobi one that came out before that that was really good. There was one about stormtroopers called Buckethead that was really good. Wait, uh, isn't that Darth Slash? Maul one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slash is Buckethead. No, that's the other guy with the KFC on his head. Oh, the, well, that might be bad. He was in Guns N' Roses for a hot minute. Um, but yeah, it sucked because they spent all this money. Well, at the same, yeah, but these kids down there doing like you know they ref. They recut movies and all this stuff. These kids didn't even recut. They built. I mean, the one kid goes through what he, the team goes through, and the head of the visual effects team, who's older, mm-hmm. but the kids doing some of the people doing some. I keep saying kids. When I show you this video, you're gonna be like, they're fucking kids. Yeah. Um, they, the, the, just the detail. And the one kid was like, I went all around New York City because I wanted to shoot this as Manhattan. He goes, I went all around New York City taking reference photos, mm-hmm. and then when that wasn't enough, I would use Google Maps. Oh, and he, he digitally rebuilt all of fucking New York. Wow. And I'm like, holy, that that's some freaking dedication. And then they all up and quit. They're like, because the director was shitting on them in some fake uh, tweets and DMs that were leaked, but some that were real. And they, the guy says, he's like, he comes right out and goes, some of those were fake, and, but the problem is some of them were legitimate. It's, you know, it's social media, man. It's just ridiculous now. And it's just, they, they, they're just crapping on people that are coming up with these amazing ideas and dreams. These are the kids that are going to end up doing these movies in the future. Look at Ryan Coogler. Yeah. He had that script for Creed 
it was basically fan fiction yeah. of like this is what I want to do. He got to a part and and he got the movie made and it's incredible. Now I think they're kind of milking it for all it's worth, but you know, hey, Sly's been doing it for decades. <laughs> you know? True. So uh, yeah, I mean, you don't I don't get that where it's just like th- these people. It's not like they're looking to cash in no. on you know the billions of dollars that these companies are making. They're just like I'm a huge fan of this property i want to build the universe of a product that like i love yeah and you know sometimes with fan fiction it's kind of interesting where you know we i know we're both big fans of uh hunger games kind of stuff where it was like now they're talking they're doing that prequel because i always said you know after those movies and those books i was like that was the 74th hunger games there's 70 you know three other ones that you could do um, and people have written, I've written, not I've written personally, I've read fan fiction yeah. of the first quarter quell and all that stuff. And it's interesting stuff. Like, you want to know, like, well, what did this guy do? Well, I, I what, totally, How was Hamish in the, in the Hunger Games? They're like, making you know? a movie out of that, but I totally picture it being like a series. Oh, yeah. I think it's better for a series. But let me end my news here because um, this all leads directly into... John, you got any news? I'm just going to quickly start with something I know you haven't watched. So the new Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. I wanted to ask you about that. I'm loving it. I'm still waiting for for Matt Smith. For those not familiar, he played one of the Doctor Whos, one of Mm -hmm. my favorite. Him and David Tennant are my two favorite Doctor Whos. Um, I'm still waiting for him to just go, because I'm clever. (laughs) I'm really enjoying it, but they – was it – I'm pretty sure it was Game of Thrones that was it HBO that released that there was like 9.9 million streams or something like that of it, okay. and they they release and these streaming companies Netflix all of them never release how much streaming there is. They mm. release it, and now they've said they're not going to release future data because releasing that started a fucking barrage of people like sl- spamming Twitter and stuff to like drive the ratings down kind of thing to shit on it yeah people's you know firebomb these reviews and stuff like yep. that that's what we were talking about it's just like that's with why social i wanted media. to jump to this because it's completely related yeah it's like can't people enjoy a thing no you can't enjoy a thing everybody's got a crap on this or like let's 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 review bomb this movie to make it look bad it's just like you're not helping you know i like the fact that in rotten tomatoes you have the critics score and the Fan score. fan score. So you can kind of figure out, you know, because there's movies where critics will piss on it and the audience score is like 95, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'll talk about it later. There was a, there was a cheesy, only che- like one of the movies I watched this week. Well, I'll tell you now real quick because it's like the only thing I, movie-wise I really watched mm. was a movie called Lady Driver. It's on Netflix. It's, it's a cheesy, shitty, horribly done, mm. this girl... She goes, her dad died the day she was born. She goes out to her uncle. She winds up at her uncle's auto shop mm-hmm. and then winds up racing dirt track racing. <laughs> I mean, there's so many plot holes. They rush it so much. But yeah. it was brainless, mindless entertainment. I was like, you know what? I just want something stupid that I don't have to think yeah. while watching it. Delicious. And that's all it was. And and again, it was a crap movie. I'd give it like maybe two pals. But it was fun to just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it doesn't have to be, you know. Freaking the Godfather! You can so, just watch stupid stuff. So that, and that, enjoy game it. Of, that Game of Thrones, I'm very much enjoying it. 
I, I wanted to, goes. I wanted to ask you about this because we all know it's famously that I have not watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. Can I watch House of the Dragon without watching Game of Thrones? Absolutely, and, and not be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. See, I'm. And they, for I, our audience right now, I'm going to watch House of the Dragon because I'm interested. And, and what it'll do is you won't have the same feeling I had. They they mention that you see people and they're like, "Oh, look, it's Lord blah 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 blah," and they go through it and it's like, "All right, they're just going through all that so that me who's watched." and read the books mm. can now look and make the connection between that character and the character that's in the other series that happens like hundreds of years later. Yeah. Cause I did want to ask you that where I was like, you know, people are talking about house of dragon and I always was interested in game of Thrones, but it was one of those things where like at the time I didn't have HBO. It was already well into like three or four. And I was like, I don't know if I can catch up and, so I just let it go, and now it's a joke, or it's like I've never seen Game of Thrones. D&D well, boy never watched Game of Thrones. Well, on that same fantasy realm, I watched The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, the first two episodes. The Rings of Power! Have you watched that? No. So this all happens, like, before the— It's good. It's okay. They've I heard got it's characters, this, yeah. Yeah, they've got characters that are in the Fellowship because, you know— your dwarves live like hundreds of years and your elves live like thousands of fucking years and yeah. shit like that. So like there's all these people that we know from the fellowship movies yeah. and the fellowship stories that are in this. It's okay. It's I almost want to watch the the Rings trilogy again just because I have not seen them in a hot while. And they um, they have been showing the Rings trilogy movies in theaters, the extended like 4-hour versions. Oh. One night, well, Kate, I don't think Kate had ever seen them. And we sat one weekend and watched all the extended <coughs> edition movies. Wow. And I will tell you, like, you watch those and then you go watch The Hobbit and you're like, yeah, no. I never watched The Hobbit movies. Obviously, it's... I've seen the Rings trilogy and I've read the books and all that shit. Yeah. But, like, I never, I never had an interest in it. It's like, oh, now we're going to make a trilogy of The Hobbit. I'm like, didn't they? Wasn't The Hobbit one story? Like, why are we stretching it out? It was back in those days of, you know, Let's split everything into two parts because it's, you know, so epic, you know. Harry Potter, Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. So I also watched, did you check out uh, Mike on Hulu? Mike, It's no. the Mike Tyson story. Oh, how was that? So fucking bad. Really? It's Is so... Is it kind of like the Wu-Tang show? <laughs> yes, it's so douchey. And the I guy re- who plays Mike, it's like somebody doing a bad impersonation of Mike Tyson. Oh. See, that's and Mike came out. He's like, I fucking I am not behind this. They did this without my okay. Do you really want to piss off Mike Tyson at this point? No, it's still freaking brain. And, you. and they take it from like, you know, he did that one man show. That's, yeah, that's how it starts. Is like, I'm on stage, I'm Mike Tyson, and the and the guy, the guy who plays like older Mike Tyson, it's literally like he's doing a parody of Mike Tyson. Oh, boy. it's so bad. Oh, so boy. I wouldn't even waste time. I did watch that. Welcome to Wrexham on FX. Oh, how was that? It's okay. It's a, it's a documentary. For those not familiar, um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney bought a English like lower league soccer. What I'm getting at, I never understood how British soccer leagues worked. Those oh, you European don't? Yeah. Leagues. I didn't know that. Like you know, like like around here, like the Hudson Valley Renegades. Mm-hmm. Like if they win their division, then like the way the soccer works for those who don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong. If it's you know football football they if they win like the lower league that they're in they actually get to move up to the next league yes the team so they, they took this team that's like one of the oldest teams in soccer their stadium is like the oldest like the oldest still standing stadium in in 
I'll keep saying soccer, but football. Football. I like that it's a Welsh team, and like first off, when the guys who are Welsh talk and you can't understand a fucking word they're saying, they have subtitles for oh, them. Oh well, thank God. And when they talk about certain things, like where's my blah blah blah, uh, they they bring up on the screen like things like pounds, American money. Welsh, and it's like this word that's like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) So it's a good show. I'm learning a lot about the soccer league. I'm learning about how it all works and how all that stuff. It Um, is pretty interesting stuff if you get into it. Yeah, because I I mean, I know little about it. I do know just having family over there that, you know, these clubs are started with these teams Mm -hmm. that are in small towns. And like you said, if they do win certain divisions, it's kind of like moving your way up into like the the major leagues. Right. So you start as like a small town and, you know, God knows where. Um, and the whole town is like into it. It's like having like, you know, you live in Poughkeepsie and they have like the Poughkeepsie renegade things. Where it's like the, the whole. D- the Danbury Trashers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the whole Kate, Kate watched that and she's like, have you watched this Danbury Trashers documentary? I was like, babe, I watched that so long ago. Yeah. My, my kids uh, high school. Untold. Yeah. Untold. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of cool because the whole town, these small towns rally against that. And if they do win, they do move up into, like, where yeah. they play stadiums, you know. Yep. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting stuff. It is good. They People are touting it as, like, a real-life um, Ted Lasso. Yeah. They just don't I have that, that, like, cool, quirky coach. But it's that same thing, like, looking at how the team is built, how they play, mm-hmm. how they move up. So, yeah, um, if you're interested in the uh, the uh, European football, you can uh, you, check that out. You've got the AMC poop. I do have boo. Have you checked out that show, The the Patient? No, I'm going to watch it this oh weekend. Oh, my fucking God. Steve Carell, right? Steve Carell as a psychologist, and one of his patients, who's not forward like in sessions about what's going on, mm-hmm. is a serial killer. And kidnaps him and chains him up in his basement. He's like, I need you to help me to stop killing people. I, that's what I heard. <laughs> and I heard it's not fast. I was going to watch it. It's only I- a half hour. I know I was gonna watch it when I got home, but then I ended up getting sucked into the Taylor Hawkins concert, which we'll talk about in the music Ooh. stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. The only stuff I mean, if we're gonna stick with TVs, I mean, movie wise, um, I have a few things that I caught up on. I only have one more TV show, so okay. So you want me to do movies or TV? Um, it was basically catch up on stuff that John has seen. So, Ooh. um, you know, give movie, me a hot take. Movie wise, uh, I did watch the Elvis, and. I'd give it a solid three pals out of five. It was good. Um, the guy who played Elvis was great. Uh, Tom Hanks, always a always a treasure. Um, very sad how he kind of got all sucked into it, but at yep. the same, you know, uh, at the same time, it was it was kind of um, I don't know. It I don't want to say it was forgettable. Yeah, but it was. it was it was kind of forgettable. Like it was unremarkable. Yeah, it was just kind of like okay, that sucks. You know, how he got stuck into the uh, casino thing with the Vegas thing just because uh, the colonel had huge debt, you know, basically. Wasn't even, a, like, well, he was like an illegal immigrant, basically. And oh, leave it, the his whole life was a freaking scam, yep. you know, and then he was, you know, you see him in the beginning. He's like a carny. He's like a, you know, a, a low-time guy, but he, he hooked his, you know, hooked his meat hooks into Elvis and kind of rode him to the ground, you know. Um so there was that. That was so. I did watch uh, after we had our last episode. I did watch the Black Phone, oh. which solid four pals out of five. Hell yeah! For me, I really, really enjoyed that movie. Um, some of it, the, the only thing really keeping me out of five pal territory with it, uh, it's definitely one of my favorite movies this year. Oh yeah. Um, Ethan Hawke, like you said, he was good. Um, 
little minor nitpicks with that with that movie where it's just like, okay, this guy's driving around in a black van in your neighborhood. Nobody's Nobody questioning the freaking question. The guy with the black balloons, you know, it's just like, hey, there's a black van driving around. Maybe you want to check that guy out. Um, and the whole the the whole story of it, it was great. You know, like you said, it wasn't big on the gore. It wasn't. He may as well have had free candy written on the side of that fucking van. <laughs> exactly. And he comes out, hey, want to see a magic trick? It's just like. Are kids really that stupid? Red flag, red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mister, I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, and it was, you know, I love the uh, the Hispanic guy. Like you said, he was like, you know, beat the oh, living daylights out of that. Nu- my knuckles didn't stop bleeding. Since first period, yeah. <laughs> I when You had mentioned certain things in the last episode where I was just like, I was looking for them, and I was like, okay, all right, yeah, 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 it was good. But I, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, His dad was a dick. Oh, his dad was a total prick. He kind of redeems himself at the a end, but bit, it yeah. doesn't excuse the the beatings. I, I'd and like stuff to see like that, that the dad like completely turns around after that. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, again, I don't need a sequel. You don't need to find out what actually happens afterwards. No. That's up to you. No, but no. Speaking of uh, sequels, requels, uh, uh, prequels. Um, we did talk about how I caught Orphan uh, a couple weeks ago. That was a movie back yes. in like in the early aughts um, that I finally caught, even though I know the twist. The reason I did is because I wanted to watch the new prequel that came out, Orphan First Kill. Oh, yes, uh, that's right. That is on the Paramount. Uh, let me tell you. The, sh- the show that I watched that I'm going to tell you about when mm-hmm. is on Paramount+. Plus. So. Oh, okay, good, good. I, I watched the uh, Orphan mm-hmm. First Kill on the Paramount+. Play. Um, it was, I liked it a lot. Um, it was, you know, three, maybe three and a half pals, um, for me. Now, if you know the, the original Orphan, uh, that particular actress, she was 12 when she played that. Right. Um, now she's, you know, 12, it's, she's like 23, 24, and this is a prequel. So you're like, well, how are they going to do that? Um, it's a lot of, uh, now. This is where it gets complicated, right? All let right. me just let me just uh, up myself you're gonna, here. A you're bit. gonna so, lean in. Uh, now here <clears> we <throat> got like in the movie. Now spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Toil and trouble. Uh, that. Uh, for a movie that's a million years old, but I am gonna kind of spoil the first kill a little. Maybe not. Um, Orphan, the original one. The the twist, the big twist in it is. You know, they adopt this kid. Something's really wrong with Esther. She's got some issues. Something's wrong uh, with Esther. She's 12 years old. Turns out uh, the twist is because she starts killing people, and you're like, what the hell? Like, this little kid is killing people? That's kind of weird. Turns out that she has some sort of dwarfism, um, and she's actually a 32-year-old woman. Uh, weird. Not 12. Uh, okay. She's actually an adult. And, you know, you see her... Um, cause she starts coming on to the dad, like her whole twist in the is, original, in the original, okay. in the original, the twist is that, you know, she, she was in an orphanage. She gets, she's from like Russia or something like that. Um, they, she infiltrates his family. She's got progeria. <laughs> Everybody's got, you know, you got Vera Farmiga in there. <laughs> Love Vera Farmiga. Sorry there, man. Uh, she hasn't responded yet, but she was on the chat. So. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's always hanging my girl. Um, but I'm, look, I'm looking this Vera Farmiga got. Oh, up. you know her. She's been in a million things. Um, but turns out that the big twist, anyway, to make a long story longer, is that 
they think she's a 12-year-old girl. Turns out she's she's got this dwarfism. She's 35. She takes out her fake teeth, and she's got, you know, she's supposed to be an adult. Now, cut to the first kill. They're like, same actress is going to play uh, Esther. Now, she's she was 12 at the time she filmed the first one. Now she's 23, and now it's supposed to be a prequel. Uh, is it going to be de-aging? Like, no. There's a lot of trickery in the movie. That you kind of you gotta kind of forgive, okay? Right, you gotta suspend your disbelief, of disbelief a little bit, right? <laughs> you have to kind of. But I will say, if you've watched the first Orphan, one of my favorite horror movies, I you know I was like, oh my god, um, that's high praise. Good old Dead Meat James, man. That show Dead Meat that I watch on YouTube. Uh, two things about him because he did the uh, kill count on Orphan because of First Kill. I was like, oh, I gotta watch that. I've never watched it. Loved it. First Kill I watched. Um, there is another twist in First Kill. I won't dun, say what it dun, is, dun. but you're like, because you're watching this prequel, you're like, hey, okay, this woman is 23, and she's playing somebody who's younger than 12, but technically she's 35. Follow the math. <laughs> so, you know. so now she is the age she's supposed to be in the prequel. Yes, but technically she's 12. So you're like, okay, whatever. Little, you know, it's definitely a, a th- did I say three pals? I'd give it a three. Um, you said three and a half. Yeah, I'll give it a three, just because it kind of takes you out of it All a right. little bit. Taking away the half. Take the half away, God damn it! And that's it. You don't get no half, pal. Um, it, but there is a twist in it, uh, a different twist than the first one that you're gonna be like, God damn it! They did it to me again. Oh boy. What? I haven't even seen the first one. What? I, I highly recommend to our audience watch the first Orphan if you haven't seen it. Um, it's it's a quick. It's it's kind of creepy. Really good. Okay. Um, first kill. It's interesting. It 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 was good. You got you know. It, it, it it's definitely fun. Uh, if you love campy horror movies, and you gotta kind of suspend it. It's kind of like The Irishman. You gotta kind of. They didn't de-age her. They just kind of like, for perspective. You know, you still look at her and you go, she's not. She's not the kid from no. the first one. She and it's supposed to be younger. But you know, hey man, I'll I'll keep going with these movies. I I loved them. It was great. So. Um, Orphan First Kill uh, was one of them that I watched. Um, Elvis, I said. Um, and uh, next week, I know uh, we should go because we talked about that movie X. Yes. Um, the prequel for that, Pearl, is coming out next week in theaters. Ooh. Which uh, if I, I did put the uh, pre, I put the trailer on there. Yeah. Because good old Dead Meat James again. They did the kill count for X because now he he waits until it's on home video or DVD or so, even though it was. Um, it and I was like, oh my god, I forgot the prequel. They 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 filmed the prequel the same time as X. Right. So everybody's. Um, yeah. Well, the thing I didn't know, which I learned from the kill count, was that the old lady in X was the young girl in X. Um, just in makeup. Oh. So it's actually she plays the young Pearl. Oh. They took the old lady makeup off, and now technically she, the character is playing. It, it's it's. It, I'll draw a chart later. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so there's lots of good stuff on maybe there. I'll, maybe I'll just get high and understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely next week we should go on a, a movie date and watch Pearl because I am dying to see that movie. Because um, I thought X was one of my favorite movies of this year. I, so. I should send Manny a message and see if he can get the movie poster for that. Oh please! It I you know. I love freaking Ty West. He he does some great horror movies. Um, 
And I did mention in your news thing, too. I'm just rambling now, but um, did you see uh, on there? I did post it on our uh, Hey Pal, What's New Facebook. Kevin Smith is kind of thinking about doing a sequel to Tusk. I'd watch it. I, I would, too. I was like, wait, how do you do that? Big Kev's not... going to have to wait to see how fucking Clerks 3 does. Oh, which I can't wait for that. That's next week, I'm too. So, I'm so mad because it w- aren't there, like, viewings this weekend? I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend. I think next weekend. I saw the ones in, in that's one. I love Kevin, and I would have fucking done the the VIP fan thing if I even thought about it. Yeah. Well, they're doing the Fathom Events thing, which I think is. Yeah, but he's doing like down in Red Bank. Oh, he's doing the Q and A thing, and the VIP meet and greets. Mm, true. I was so. The convenience I, tour is what they're calling. Yeah, it. the inconvenience tour or the convenience tour or something like that. Um. Yeah, no, I'd be down with that. It's, I'm excited uh, to see both Pearl so, and Clerks 3. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Clerks 3 does good. And uh, he's talking about Tusk 2, which I'm just like, I remember when Tusk came out in the theater. I wanted to go see it. Right. Because I'm like, this sounds like a fucked up movie. That was so um, good. And it was one of those where, like, I didn't see it in the theater. Um, and I, I didn't was, either. I, 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 didn't get a cha- I didn't get a chance to because it came out on a weekend and it was gone i think yep. it made like fifty thousand dollars or something bad like that it bombed because i remember they had it in danbury and i was like "Ooh, i'll go see it and i'm like uh i don't have the time i'll, I'll go next weekend and then by that week I, I missed the boat but hey it's it's on netflix now you get a chance to watch tusk oh boy <laughs> enjoy enjoy uh so that's pretty much with me with the movies the only other thing i had was that t- a tv show i watched on paramount plus i always see it on the sites that like List oh a new episode of this show out that where I'm I always reference these sites because like you can download it mm-hmm. you know your illegal downloads so that's how I always find them and I always see it and I'm like eh, maybe I'll give it a shot maybe I'll give it a shot and I finally gave this a shot and binged all of season one there are eight episodes in the season two and it's a show on Paramount Plus called Blood and Treasure it's Blood ve- and Treasure I've it's never heard of very it. very um. Romancing the Stone, Alan Quartermain, okay. uh, Indiana Jones type show where okay. it's like, oh, you know, the first season they are they discover the in the a pyramid, the hidden room where the sarcophagus of Cleopatra and Anthony are. Oh, OK. And they steal it. Someone steals it. And like this whole thing. But the whole thing is like tracking down that. Was it like uh, Nick Cage National Treasure? Yeah, it's very like put all those things, you know. Again, My horrible Nick Cage impersonation. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, put put National Treasure with, you know, Romance in the Stone with Indiana Jones, like all those kind of movies together, and you've got this. Nice. And I, I'm really enjoy. I, I recommended it to my mom, and she's like, "Thank you." She's like, "I'm really enjoying this show." <laughs> really? Okay. And what's the name of it again? Blood and Treasure. Blood and Treasure. But it's a good show. John Larroquette's in the first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's no. a good show. I liked it. I really did enjoy. But that's the kind of stuff I like. Is if, like yeah, if you're into swashbuckling, man, give it a shot. Oh. Uh, you'll be proud of me, uh, TV wise. I started watching The Sandman. Oh, it's so good. I'm only three episodes in. And what's your take? good not bad um you read the comics i did um it's very faithful to the comics it's Um, hard to get past like it's not hard it's just like you gotta like that suspension of disbelief you just gotta look past the look this is not gonna be lady death from the comic book yeah she was my favorite um she was everybody's favorite uh, in the comics i don't i know i don't know if i got oh i never got to her in the 
TV show yet, but uh, yeah, it was it's good. I like the premise of it. Uh, in the beginning, it's a little. He does, you know, Sandman. He's like, I gotta find my 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 stuff, my bag of sand. And I'm like, right. okay, well, dude, whatever. And, you and know? also, like, you know, you read the comics, so I think you know, you and I, having read the comics, have a different understanding of it. I could see how some people don't really like it too much because. It almost feels like the setup of how he got trapped and everything is very rushed. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? I don't get what just happened. Who are these people? What happened? Who is this? What is that? Yeah. Like, that seems very, very rushed. And, like, it, it can be a little complicated. Yeah. It would probably, for some people, require a second watch to understand what the hell was going on there and yeah. why he's, like, roaming around trying to get all these things. Yeah. But It just, it just sounds like a, like a treasure hunt kind of thing. But, you know, hey, I dig it. I'm going to keep watching it. Um you know, because I wanted to see what the hype was about. You know, everybody's like, oh, Sandman. Like, we talked about it last episode where it was like, oh, my God, you're all Sandman and Sandman and Sandman. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll watch it. So, yeah, I'm going to finish Sandman. Uh, like I said, She-Hulk, still watching that. Uh, what are we, episode three now? I'm still yeah. enjoying it. It's getting into the groove of it. You got yourself some Wong. Everybody loves a good Wong right in the face. <laughs> I, I like how she's – when they break down the third wall and she's like, I know, you're thinking this is going to be a cameo show. I, I love that mm. when she turned, the, she's like sitting there like – and the background's still yeah, just Yeah, the car's still driving, yeah. This show's going to be all – I know you think it's going to be all about cameos. Well, I know, we saw Bruce and Abomination in this and Wong. Forget it, it's my show. I don't care. Just forget – remember who the star is here. Still my favorite fourth wall breaking is in the third one where they uh, – they they go to the bar and he's he's defending the uh the the guy is defending the other lawyer who thought he was dating that now i i had no idea who megan Thee Stallion was me I, neither i thought it was a made up name me too my kids were like what are you freaking dumb like she you know she's got all these freaking hits and those, i was like i don't know this i mean i'm a 51 year old man you know yeah i listen to stuff like that the defendants. Um, it's the defendants. Yeah, but a lot of people, you know, that was interesting. Like that, when she she turned in the bar and she went, "Oh, A and B resolution, nice." A, <laughs> a and B resolution. Well, they, in every in every sitcom or every TV show, there's an A plot and a B pop plot. Right. So they finished the B plot, and now they went back to the A, which was the guy defending the other lawyer, and he starts talking about it, and she's like, "Wrapping up the A plot, nice." <laughs> like I have to rewatch it because I guess I just must have missed that. It was quick. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like the long one with the uh, in the car. But yeah, so far I'm really enjoying that um, She-Hulk stuff. Like I said last time, I'm surprised uh, at these shows where Marvel is great at going like, this is what we're doing, and you're like, all right, you know. And they they never let me down, even Internals, pals. I I, I, I do wonder though if the Hulk was this She Hulk show was as good as we feel it is without the cameos. Um, that's a good question, actually. I mean, uh, I think it would be good, but I don't think it'd be as good as we think it is. Well, I think we're I, I think we we're more. I'll be honest, I'm more waiting to watch it every week because I'm like, oh, who's it, who's who's gonna show up. You know, right. It's not necessarily like I want to know about Jennifer Walters. I'm just kind of like, Ooh, is Daredevil going to show up? Is Wong going to be there? <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Well, and the spoiler, we already know Daredevil is going to be in it. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, come on, you got female, you know, you got <clears throat> superhero lawyer over here, you got a superhero lawyer over there, you got a guy in the middle saying, "Hey, what do you want from me?" 
Uh, you got Wong in the middle going, hey, what do you want from me? <laughs> Let's see. You Do you have music stuff? Do I? I do want to apologize to the sick Boobies. babies. I want I want to apologize to uh, Sick Bay that we never made it to the show last night. Oh, Sick Bay! I, I would have went to because you know Dying Fetus is a great band. I, and I was well, you know what I was thinking? I was like, look, if, if I don't make it back in time, because I talked to to him, Tom. He said they were going out like eight fifteen. I was like, I maybe we'll get back in time for eight fifteen, and we could skip this and do this today and go to that show and just be Ooh. like, hey, we didn't do a show last night because we went to go see. You know, sick bay, but I didn't even get back in time for that. I don't. I got home last night like ten o'clock. I yeah. left here at f- like three thirty-four in the morning and got back at ten o'clock. You know, so. plus the past two weeks I've been running around so much. It's just like I, I don't even want to go out anywhere. I'm just like I just want to stay here. Um, but you no, know, good on sick bay, man. They played the chance. Um, check did, them out. They did like a whole tour too. They were like south, west, all over the place. Yeah, I love their stuff, man. I was listening to it and uh, I really dig it. So. The music news stuff that I've seen, a few new music news things uh, I wanted to mention. Uh, first up, uh, and a lot of these, if you're on our Hey Pal, What's New uh, Spotify playlist, we add a lot of these new songs on there, plus also the uh, the new segments I do put on there uh, as well. The first one I had was uh, No Effects, legendary No Effects, Fat Mike, my hero. They're done after 2023. <gasps> Last tour. No. Yep. I mean, it's been... They're, oddly enough, I'm going to say they're doing the rush. 40 years they've been together. Uh, it's, it's time. It's time. You know, Fat Mike, like I said, he's my hero. He started Fat, you know, Fat Records and all that stuff. And uh, I read about that. And it was it was one of those, like, it wasn't like a big announcement. It Somebody mentioned something on his Instagram, and he was like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, because next year we're just going to, we're done. After this, we're just gonna do a tour, and people were like, "Wait, what? <laughs> no effects? They're they're done." But makes make me second guess. Makes me second think if I want to skip that show. Yeah, I was thinking about that. The the um, punk and Drublick. Yeah, that they're doing at the in Jersey. Uh, Jersey. Uh, Stone Pony. Oh, okay. It's Descendants and No Effects. Yeah, I think you know now that this has been mm. announced, they haven't had like a solid date, but they're like. Yeah, 2023 is our 40th anniversary, and we're done. We're done after this. You know, he, you know, they're getting up there in age, um, and they've been doing it for 40 years. He's got all the other stuff going on, so yeah, it, it's time. It's one of those. I love when bands do that when they just go. You know, now you got this whole Motley Crue thing going on, where it's just like we're retired. No, we're back. Oh, we're retired. It's just like bands. You know, certain bands they don't want to be staying too late to the party. They're just like. I mean, sure, they can keep doing it, but they're like, why? We're just, you know, we've been around this long. Let's end it before we sound like complete trash. Um, so good on them. Um, another thing I noticed in the music news, too, is uh, our boy Peter Murphy. I don't uh, know if you've read about that. The no. Bauhaus. Uh, I, I talked that time about that Bauhaus song that came out that was complete shit. Yeah. Well, they have been touring, uh, mm. and they were planning on coming back to do the tour, which I would love to see Bauhaus. Um, sure. But apparently they had to cancel their whole tour because uh, Peter Murphy's going in the rehab. Uh, for what? Yeah. Wait, let me guess. Uh, Stuff. Heroin. I don't think it's heroin. I don't okay, know. Okay. Uh, he's been. He's had a sex. couple of. No, he, I think he's a boozer. He's okay. had. He's been arrested in the past for DWI and all that stuff. Look, 
Good on Peter Murphy. I mean, he's at an age now where it's just, you know, even me, I talk about my struggles a lot where, uh, you know, when you get to a certain age, you're just like, when's the party going to end, man? And, you know, you, you get caught up in addiction. And if you are struggling with that and then you go out on a tour playing right. arenas where everything, I mean, even at the small level that I was doing back in the day, it was like they gave you tons of beer and tons of alcohol and drugs or whatever. They never gave you food. <laughs> you know? So no. it's just like, here's condoms and beer. Go have fun, you know? And for a guy, you know, who's been at it for a long time, they're getting this second chance. They're playing big, like, theaters, arenas, and stuff like that. I don't think they're doing arenas. Maybe the theaters. but uh, They were supposed to be doing King's Theater next week. Yeah, and they, they had Manhattan. to scrap the whole thing, you know? Which, you know, two I... What I might say to the other three members, just do Love and Rockets, man. Because <gasps> oh I don't know, God. man. Bauhaus, Love and Rockets. I think I could go Love and Rockets. I'm sorry, oh. Peter. Mur I love Peter Murphy solo. Uh, I love Bauhaus, but Love and Rockets kind of take it up, you know, right. a little bit more. So he had a heart attack. Yeah, he's been he's been struggling. Peter Murphy's been struggling for a while. Um, and they did this new Bauhaus thing, and you're just everybody's like, "Yeah, Bauhaus!" And they're playing these shows, and they're huge, and they're doing all this stuff. And then, you know, the party's coming to him. It's tough. So, and good on Peter Murphy, though. From like I said, anybody who's struggling with addiction, it's better to go into rehab, get yourself clean, than keep going till you're dead. You know what I'm saying? Um, so those were like the two big music news things. As far as like new releases and new albums and stuff. There was a ton that came out. Um, yeah, one, my favorite one, actually, that came out this week. Now, this is a band that you're probably not into, uh, but they've been around forever. Next to Cheap Trick, I will say one of the most, and Jellyfish, one of the most underrated bands that have put out a ton of stuff. King's X uh, came out with a new record. It's their first one in, like, 12 years, which I didn't realize it's been that long. Uh, three Sides of One. I listened to it now. Some of their stuff I kind of fell off on. They did, they, they did, but like, they are an amazing band. What's you know, the name of the band? King's X. King, oh, like they I had that it. hit over my head for like ages ago. They've been banging it out. They had Dogman. The guy has an amazing voice, three piece, uh, and they, they. If you like, like just rock, like just. Not metal kind of stuff. It's it's more rock, you know. Uh, the guy's voice, uh, Doug Penix, is freaking phenomenal. Um, they just came out with this album, Three Sides to One. Do me a favor, guys. Buy the album. Go, go support this band because I read also, too, on Blabbermouth that these guys, even though they've been around since, like, the late 80s and have put out a ton of albums on, like, Megaforce and done tours and all that stuff, they have day jobs. I'm like, wait. Okay. Oh, they're great. It's I, very I, rock. I put uh, I'm putting "Let It Rain" on there for the new album. There, it's oh. really good. Um, I listened to the whole album back, to, you know, top to bottom, and I don't usually do that that much anymore. You know, it's usually like song, song, song. Like I just couldn't. Do. Another album that I listened to, uh, back to front, uh, front to back, because uh, you know you don't want to sweep dirt in the house. Wow. <laughs> Is uh back to front and now I don't know this I don't think this came out this week it came out a couple of weeks ago but uh it kind of popped on my radar and I was That's like oh yeah no 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 
I said dirt in the house. Like you always said, oh. when you have daughters and you're wiping them when they're when they have diapers. Right. You you know you do front to back because not back to front because you don't want to sweep dirt in the house. Right. Get it? You don't want to put shit in the. I know. get that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm so confused. Yes. But go ahead. Uh, it came out a couple of weeks ago. Demi Lovato's new album. Oh. Uh, it's good. It's really good. Really? Now, the rumor going around is everybody's like, mm, Demi Lovato made a metal record. Oh, she made like a really heavy. Because she's, she's never been the one. Is, you it, know, is this Holy Fuck? Yes. Uh, really good. Um, but heavy now, now we can say she because she's back to using. Was it Demi Lovato? Who was it that was? She was always a she. Okay, there was some. From what I understand, if I'm wrong, just let me know in the comments. But um, no, she she's been going around. She's always been a. F- I'm gonna jump so that we don't get. I'll check it out. She um. You know, she's you know Disney Channel. She's been the Camp Rock, and she's yeah. really another person really who's struggled with addiction super hard. Now I kind of give her crap on it because she's what we call in the program green and sober, um, or she claims to be California sober, which is what, which is oh I don't drink or do drugs. I only do I only smoke weed, and I smoke a ton of it. You know, like, now personally, okay, I'm a cigarette smoker, right? That's disgusting. I get it. Um, Smoking weed, um, I think it's there's benefits to it. There's super benefits to it. Is it going to make you uh, a heroin addict? No. They talk about it being a gateway drug. But don't walk around saying, I'm clean and sober, clean and sober when you're smoking weed. I'm sorry. That's just no, the way it is. I, I'm with you. You know, be proud of smoking weed. Man, I wish I could do I, it. I know in the rooms there's people who are like, you know. We call them green and sober. Right. Where they, they walk in and they go. I've been sober, and they've they've abstained from alcohol, and they've been sober for X amount of years, but they smoke weed. I don't drink, but I shoot heroin. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Now she struggled. <laughs> she struggled with bulimia and heroin, and she's and been in she, rehab. And, and I was correct for a while. She was using they them pronouns. Oh, she was. And now she's back to she her. Okay. Um, Just wanted to. But put she's that out there. she's been out there uh, promoting this album, and even before that, uh, long ago. She, you know, people would say, oh, what kind of music are you into, you know? Because she, she's been pop. She's done a lot of big pop hits. She's got an amazing voice. Um, but she was dropping death metal bands like, oh, I listen to Job for a Cowboy. Now, if you don't... <laughs> Job for a Cowboy? Yeah, they're, you know. Uh, Hold you know, on. <laughs> that's a deep cut. If you're if you're quoting Job for a Cowboy um, or, you know, Unsane. No, not Unsane. Uh, she was dropping these, like, Deathcore bands and all this stuff. And we're like, yeah, all right, Demi. But she really is a fan of that music. Now, with this new album, they're saying, oh, she made like a metal bit. You listen to it, it's it's pop. It's still pop, but it's got heavy guitars. It's It reminds me of like uh, early Paramore. You know, that that band Paramore, the, the chick singer. Um, um, they're and, no baby metal, I'll tell you that. No, they're not. But, you, uh, you know baby metal? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know my baby metal. Um, but the album is if, if you get a chance, uh, if you like early Paramore kind of like uh, girl singer pop, but like heavy guitars, heavy guitars, and yeah. uh, a lot of the songs are dealing with how she's out of rehab and she's you know getting sober and all that stuff. Um, just give it a chance. You, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. This um, is just for people who don't know. Oh, 
That's job for a cowboy. Yeah, you, you don't pull Screamo. out. Screamo. <laughs> yeah, you don't pull out job for a cowboy. Uh, now you don't might, just pull out job for a cowboy. You really don't. It's like Cannibal Corpse and freaking uh, cattle decapitation, like pants. I, I mean, I love that stuff just because it's it's goofy as, as you know, hell. like sick bay. Yeah, like sick bay, dude. <laughs> mm, you know, I love all that stuff. I, I want to put out a whole album of, of gore metal. You know, like, um, but yeah, it's it's not that, but you will enjoy it. If it, it's 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 if anything, an album like that is going to put a focus on guitar driven rock. Right. So. I'm all for it. Uh, other than that, I haven't had a chance to listen to these. Megadeth has a new album out. Uh, the I feel sick, like Megadeth the was in the, the news le- recently for something. Uh, Dave Mustaine, he was on Joe Rogan recently. Okay, maybe that's why uh, he's talking on my radar. about. Yeah, you know, it's Megadeth. Yeah, people like the shredders and the all for it. And you know, Dave Dave Mustaine is a riff beast. I mean, yeah. the guy can freaking. I mean, it, it, you put Holy Wars on. Or wake up dead by Megan. Don't be around me, cause I will wreck shit. <laughs> it's just, it's great. That and uh, the only other one I saw was Machine Head. Uh, if you're into Machine Head, they have an album out uh, of Kingdom and Crown. They're back and forth a lot. Um, they'll put out, you know, Burn My Eyes. Their first record is freaking awesome. If you're into that metal thrash kind of heavy stuff, uh, a lot of harmonics, you know, whatever. Um, but then they'll put out like the new metal record. And you're like, what the hell is this? And then they're putting out crap. And then it's like, oh, the blackening. Oh, wow, this is a really good heavy album. I love this album. Then they put out something else, Catharsis. And you're like, what? It, so they're back and forth. I haven't had a chance to listen to this new Machine Head or Megadeth. Maybe I'll get back to it next week. But I I highly recommend King's X's new album. And give Demi Lovato a rock. Give it a, give it a spin, man. Uh, you'd be surprised. Are you telling me to rock Demi Lovato? I'm going to rock you like a hurricane. Oh. Here I am. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got for you, pal. All That's right. it. Music news done. I have been playing a lot of gigs. We will talk about... Uh, my band, the Critically Ashamed. Is yes, you playing. do have a gig coming up. We do have a gig coming up October eighth in Danbury, Connecticut. Uh, late oh. night. We're gonna be on at eleven at night. Yeah, we'll be playing about that at the Sugar Hollow Tap Room in Danbury. Um, so we need you guys to come out and support us. It's for Connecticut Rocks, the Fall Fest. Uh, we'll be pushing it hard. Um, really, the, the only gig that we have uh, till we go into studio and record new music. So. Um, be on the lookout for that. Your boy's got about 15 songs he wrote. <laughs> He's got to get them recorded. Uh, I think we did it, right? We did it. We did do it. I think we done done it. Um, be on the lookout, everybody. Like, share, subscribe. So go to the Spotify playlist. Favorite that. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouPorn, wherever we are. I'm trying to get an in-studio guest for the upcoming week, so. Oh, ooh, speculate, speculate. You'll have to tell me off air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah, he's actually going to come out of that little. (laughs) Or they. Who knows who it's going to be? We have no idea. Okay, you know who it is? Who? It's your mom.